a world of opportunity. There are certain individuals who take the leap into uncharted waters. The brave souls who go beyond the status quo and challenge old school ways of thinking. They are the entrepreneurs. Join your host, Reggie B, each week as he uncovers stories of perseverance, new perspectives, and the secrets of success through candid conversation with those who struck out on their own and survived. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's your host, the man, the myth, the legend, Reggie B. Hey, Entrepreneur Nation, welcome back to another episode of Entrepreneur 101, From Concept to Exit and Everything in Between. By now you know who I am. Let's skip the intros and get right on with the show. So what I want to talk about today is motivating. And and I don't want to talk about how you motivate yourself. We all know, you know, by now that you need to know your why, your your pushing a rock uphill for the longest time when you're when you're starting your own business. But what I want to talk about is the need to motivate others because there there will come a time when you're no longer a solopreneur and you possibly need to be bringing on help whether it be administrative, sales, or production, whatever it is. <clears throat> and and you're going to want to figure out how you motivate those people. And I'm going to tell you a little secret right off the top here. One of the biggest mistakes that a lot of companies make is they think that money is the biggest motivator around it. And for some people, it's true. But you are going to find that for a majority of people, money is not the only thing that they look for when they, they come to work for you. So I want to dive into that a little bit so you can be prepared for when the time comes when you're hiring and you need to keep these people motivated to want to work for you, to want to be happy and excited to come to work every day. And <laughs> there's a lot of people who who aren't really that excited, but let's face it, there's bills to pay. So they do their eight and they hit their gate and... and you know, I, I wish more for you than that to have your your workforce, you know, wanting to work with you for more than just a paycheck. So when, you know, when one thinks of ways of motivating others, the first image that usually comes to mind, and it's one we've seen, you know, plenty of times in movies, is that of, you know, a coach or a teammate gathering the team together before a big game and giving the big pep talk and getting them all revved up to to go out and to play their very best, right? We we we've seen it, and hey, you know what? Sometimes it works. By but while this initial form of encouragement may work at the onset, you get all fired up and you you know you hit the ground to running. Usually, about halfway through the game, it, it's kind of worn off, right? And then you hit halftime and you're you're down, you know. 21 nothing whatever i'm a football guy so i'll use that you hit that locker room and it's like well where did that initial motivation go so it's important to find you know more permanent ways of motivating others and while it's strongly believed that people cannot be made to act in one manner or another 
it is possible to create a favorable environment that will encourage people to act in a certain way and will also help foster a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment for their achievements because that is a big thing for a lot of people. They, they want to be satisfied with what they did at the other end of the day and feel accomplished. <clears throat> Excuse me. People become motivated when, you know, others go to them for, for advice. M many individuals make the mistake of assuming that it, it's kind of demeaning to them in one way or another to ask for advice from other people, especially from someone who, who may be, you know, a little lower down the rank than you. If you, if you work in, you know, an office environment or, or a factory environment and you're a supervisor and, you know, then all of a sudden, yeah, there's somebody working underneath you that may have more knowledge, but uh, you're you're not willing to throw your ego aside, so you you don't ask that person. But but the truth of the matter is, right? When you ask advice from a person who is more knowledgeable, excuse me, knowledgeable in a given area than you are, you help instill motivation in them because they realize that. They must be viewed by you as being competent or otherwise you wouldn't be asking them for their thoughts, ideas, or suggestions. So this helps the employee to feel that they are a worthwhile part of the greater whole of their workplace. When it comes to employees, be aware that people support a plan or a program which they have helped to develop. And I've spoke about that before, where it's much easier to have a team buy into an idea when they feel that they had some input into it. They, people like to, to help with an idea rather than being told what they're going to do. Another thing you want to do is always seek to, to keep your team in the loop about what's going on, whether it's, you know, at home in family meetings or staff meetings, you know, at the office or, or, or the shop or wherever your workplace takes you. At work, make sure these meetings are relevant to those that attend because that is a big one. And make sure they're full of useful information. Look, you know what? The days of having meetings just for the sake of having meetings, blow that shit away. There, there's nothing more wasteful than a meeting that takes people away from, you know, being productive just to be able to say, oh, well, we had a monthly meeting, you know. And, and one thing I'm going to say, and this is something that always, always used to bug the hell out of me, is when you call a meeting, unless, you know, something drastic has happened, be on time. Lead by example. There, there is nothing worse than, you know, an owner of a company, a supervisor, whatever, calling a meeting and then wandering in 10 minutes, 15 minutes later. That, that shows a, a lack of respect for the people who are sitting in that meeting and their time. It, it brings up around this thought that you feel your time is more valuable and really at the end of the day i don't give a shit how much more you may make you probably wouldn't be making nothing if it wasn't for the people underneath you so keep that in mind please respect the time of the people you've invited to the meeting 
you know, workers feel more confident and are more motivated to do their best work when they're kept informed about happenings around the office or in the workplace. You know, like I said, keep meetings full of useful information and don't be afraid to share that information. Believe it or not, you know, people are pleased when their superiors communicate vital workplace information to them. Make sure that you share end goals with your employees as well, because no matter how chock full of information a meeting might be, if it doesn't include the the hope for for goals or results employees will quickly become bored restless confused and frustrated and will probably be looking for an excuse to get out of the meeting and return to work you know that you can you can even take this home it's also the case with family meetings once children are old enough to understand include them in the meetings as this will make them feel a part of things will give them a sense of pride, and it's also going to instill those values in them for when it's their time to hold those family meetings. One of the biggest things I've always found, and I, I said a lot of companies make the mistake of you know thinking that money is the best motivator, being praised for work well done is one of the greatest motivators for anyone. One of the biggest mistakes, and, and it seems to be human nature, is we're we're very quick to point out or you know call somebody into a meeting when something has gone wrong when somebody has you know stepped out of line or or missed a deadline or you know screwed up quality on something <clears throat> we definitely don't miss the opportunity to point that out because we feel as supervisors, you know, business owners or whatever, that it is our job, and it is, don't get me wrong here, to course correct when things go wrong. But what we tend to overlook is the opportunity to praise somebody for doing what's right. You know, it's no longer, I don't think it's, and I can't say it's ever been, but I don't think it's acceptable to just expect that people are doing the job that they're paid to do. We we definitely want them to do it, but make sure they know that it's appreciated, right? Don't don't leave them thinking that, "Ah, oh, you're just another number. There's people lined up for your job, so just do it and I'll let you know when you're not doing it." And just we got to get past that. So so remember that, you know, being praised is a great motivator. And it, it can be done, you know, most easily in, in the workplace. But also, like I say, this is another lesson you can take home, right? When, when somebody makes a, a delicious meal or, or, you know, cleaned, <laughs> this is a big one for us, but cleaned their room when you weren't expecting it. It's like, holy shit, like who moved out and who moved in? Um, but, but be a little more giving with that praise. You know, praise makes a person feel that they're recognized and it also adds a sense of meaningfulness to just about any project, task, or assignment or chore. All praise is relevant and appreciated, but sometimes, you know, zeroing in on a particular aspect of a job and praising someone for that 
is very important. So, for example, you know, I'll, I'll use the, the cleaning your room one since that's what we deal with. But instead of, you know, saying that, hey, look, look, you, you know, you did such a great job at cleaning your room. You maybe take it a step further and say, hey, look, you know, your room looks great. And I love the way you organized all your books on the bookshelf. That shows that you, you actually noticed aspects of what they did. You just didn't do an overview and say, oh, hey, the room looks clean because I can actually step in the doorway and not be walking on clothes. So, so look at maybe pinpointing something specific about the chore or job that they did so that they realize, holy, you know, this, this person actually recognized. That's awesome. You know, this, this is especially the case when a person has been working towards a goal for a very long time. And we all know, you know, when we, we trudge down that road, sometimes we need all the encourage, encouragement and motivation that we can get. And, and another thing I'll say, you know, before I wrap this up is another thing I, you know, I've noticed over my years is people just want to be heard. That, that can be a big motivator as well is, you know, let's, let's face it. Hey, you're always going to get those pains in the ass, but, but a majority of people, they just want to be heard. They don't always want to be right. Uh, you, you get that. Of course you do. But, but when they know that you've heard them and are willing to listen, then people are willing to speak a little more and, I I can remember, you know, back in the day, having a conversation with a supervisor. And I said to him, I said, listen, I said, the day that people stop coming to you is the day you know you have a problem. Because they're no longer willing to waste their time on deaf ears. Be willing to listen. Be willing to. You, you've heard me say this many times, you know. And, and we we end up getting full of ourselves. I, I don't know how else to put it. Sometimes when we're in leadership roles, and and you know, we look at people as subordinates, and and that is definitely the wrong way to build a company. But sometimes we feel, ah, you know, what I, I know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing, and. And when somebody comes to you, you know, with an issue or with a problem, one thing I've always said, and it always worked well, is come to me with a solution. Come to me with a problem. Absolutely. Because you know what? A, I don't see everything. And B, I don't know everything. So, but anybody can bitch. Anybody can moan. Anybody can complain. If you want to show me that you're truly passionate about this issue that you really take this to heart that this is really bothering you it's just not another bitch session just because you're bored then bring me a solution it may be doable it may not be doable but you know what it does it opens the door for conversation it opens the the door for a brainstorming session to say hey you know what I never seen it that way and let's look into it you know what budget wise it may not be feasible but it doesn't mean that it can't be something we look at, or it's not maybe something that we can't look to spin off of or fester a new idea. So 
always give people the common courtesy as if they come to you with an issue, no matter how, and I don't know how to phrase it as kindly, but you know, dumb of an idea and sorry, to, I'm just blanking on, on a nicer way to put that, but you may look at this and think, oh my God, is this really all you've got to complain about today? But if somebody knocked on your door or walked into your office and that was their complaint for the day, then you best believe that that is a big complaint for them. And it warrants being listened to and being respected enough to be heard. Entrepreneur Nation, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to respect you enough to, to, to not uh, take up a lot of your time today. But listen, I hope that helps you. I hope that helps you. Need to uh, check on my my speech here. I hope that helps you. You know, not only in your business life, but in your personal life. You know, motivating others to to want us around, to to want to help us, to want to help us succeed. It's a, it's an easy thing to do, and and when you can do it in such a way that it doesn't seem like it's just lip service then the people who work for you will be wanting to come to work every day because not only are they proud to be a part of an organization that they feel, you know, heard and respected and wanted in, but they want to be part of a success story. And that success story is you. With that being said, Entrepreneur Nation, listen, you know what? If there's anything you're struggling with, I hope you know by now I'm here for you. Reach out to me. Let me know. Hey, let's have a chat. Let's talk about where you are with your business startup. Maybe it's just a concept. Hey, the tagline of this show is from concept to exit and everything in between. Maybe you're struggling with, ah, you know what? I've got a couple different ideas. I don't know which way to go or, or I don't even have an idea. I don't even know where to start or I'm a couple of years in and I'm just not getting any traction. Whatever it is reach out. Let's have a chat. I'm on this journey with you, for you. I'm looking forward to telling your success story on the show. Heck, I might even be honored enough to have you as a guest on the show, sharing your story for the people who are sitting in the seat you're in right now to be able to help them along. That's what excites me. That excites me to be able to help people who deserve and we all deserve to to be pushing our own sled forward to be masters of our own destiny to be happy doing the things we want to do not doing the things we need to do if you haven't done it already hit that subscribe button so we can take this journey together i look forward to chatting with you again but until next time be good be safe, and keep pushing that needle ever so slightly forward to turning those dreams of business ownership into reality. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. I just want to thank you for joining us on today's episode. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you got some education. I hope you got some inspiration to help you on your way and your journey to becoming that entrepreneur you know you deserve to be. Now, listen. If there's anything you're struggling with, any questions you would like answered, any subject you would like us to cover, reach out to me. 
And if you're somebody who would like to be a guest on the show, to share your knowledge, to share your inspiration, to help that next group of entrepreneurs get to where they want to be, I would love to have you on the show. Once again, thanks for listening. Truly appreciate you. Now go out there and start turning that dream into a reality. 